We have to start intro. Hello! going to talk about the St. Louis Cemetery. Okay, so the St. Louis Cemetery is located in the furthest perimeter of the French Quarter in New Orleans, which is the most historic neighborhood in um, New Orleans. The St. Louis Cemetery is now known as this as St. Louis Cemetery Number One. Are there more than one cemetery? There are more than one. Okay. But I forget how many. But there are there are multiple. So I did say it was established in 1789. Um, it was nicknamed the Cities of the Dead by um, the author Mark Twain. I still don't remember reading that. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most, or not the most. It is the oldest extant cemetery in the city of New Orleans. That means because you question what extent means, mm -hmm. it's still in operation today. Like the cemetery is? The cemetery Okay. Is. They still, um, you know, bodies are still either buried or um, put in the, call the mausoleums, I don't, um, tombs, I guess. Mosques. That's it. Is that um, the right term? No. Monument? Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. See, and what's the next sentence? It remains the most visited burial site in all of New Orleans metro area. So not only is it still being used, it's like one of the most visited um, in New Orleans. So it lays claims to being the oldest cemetery in the city, despite the fact that, is, that it was actually the second established grave sites in New Orleans. Gonna catch fire. What was tilting? Initially constructed as a temporary burial site, in 1788 the city of New Orleans suffered a number of significant setbacks, including the first of two great fires and an epidemic that taxed the already full cemetery. I'm trying to open it quietly. It's not quiet. Due to the concern of spreading disease, the acting government of the city ordered a new cemetery to be established further away from population. Are you engaged? Yeah, on my pointer finger. Yep. On my right hand. You're not even listening to me. So no I am. Okay. So they wanted to establish a cemetery further away from the population due to the um, disease that was spreading through the, the city. I'm not even doing anything. It was soon approved by uh, permanent. It was soon. Wait. It was soon. Yeah. Anyway, it was approved as a permanent um, cemetery by the Spanish royalty, decreed on August fourteenth, seventeen eighty nine. That's a long time ago. A very long time ago. Yeah. It was originally an in-ground burial site, but. Oh. 
Go ahead. I was gonna say, aren't most burial sites in ground, but most are. Like most cemeteries, like are buried in ground. Most they're like now because of a lot of the cremations, they have like those wall ones. Yes, but I only know those at like military places. No, there are other places, and then you have the in ground. What they well we. We referred to them back in the days. They were called mausoleums. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Cooney? They were like buildings. Mm -hmm. And then inside they had their like the seal. Caskets, but normally? yes, they were drawers that would you would put or bury tombs. the caskets. Like a tomb? Like yes. King Tut's tomb? Yes. <laughs> so the city order... So the, like it's... So originally they were all in-ground burial sites, but the city ordinance, order, oh, ordinance, thank you, ordinance, wow, was issued mandating interment occur above ground in 1803. This was in an effort to deal with the low-lying landscape of the cemetery and the constant threat of flooding. See, here's my question, though. If there's a constant threat of flooding, is it really that much more helpful to put the body above the ground? Like, what if the body, like, flows away? Well, I guess they're normally in something. But yes. wouldn't they be in something but, in the ground? But they're, when they're above ground, you've got a layer of building before you actually have the burials. Mm -hmm. Where when they're in ground, there's nothing stopping water to get in. Where if it's above ground... They I guess I didn't think about the fact of water getting in. I just pictured, like, body floating away and that's in the flood. Right, and that's exactly what they were afraid, afraid of. They were afraid the caskets and bodies would be just, like, floating down the street and, you know, be walking to work and there's a casket laying down the street. That's not even funny. I would there's die. wrong with us. <laughs> I know as we laugh. What just made that what sound? What was that? <laughs> oh, that fell. No, that was there when I oh. came here. That sounded like a like someone Pop. snapped the um, like a rubber band. It was weird. This candle's really crooked. In 1975, the St. Louis Cemetery Number One, she doesn't like it's how I did that, was listed crooked. on oh, the National Registry of oh, Historic Places, and she's gonna catch us on fire. So, what's historic places again? Um, uh, places you can't tear down. <laughs> sure. I don't I'm not wrong. Like no, if it's you're not on wrong. the national historic places, I'm pretty sure you can't like bulldoze them. Correct. In a span of one block, the burial ground holds seven hundred tombs and over one hundred thousand of the dead and counting, as it is still an active gravesite. <laughs> <laughs> Click poop on your tongue. There is neoclassical architecture that gives the location a distinct style. So there's a vast array of tomb styles, shapes, and sizes. So, like, not everything is symmetrical throughout the... Mm -hmm. So not, like, the National Cemetery. The National Correct. Cemetery. Correct. The National Cemetery, everything is, like, well, it's military. So everything's rigid. Everything's in a fine line. And it's not, like, I mean, maybe there is one, but... One of the headstones that has a picture of the person on it. Correct. Creepy. It also has narrow 
and a maze-like walkway through the whole cemetery, which would be neat. You've been wanting to go to New Orleans. Maybe we should go. Many a time. Many movie productions practically ate to film in the cemetery. One of the, a few of the most famous are Easy Rider and an interview with a vampire. You may or may not like the water. So there is, so you asked, so, so this is St. Louis Cemetery number one. There is also St. Louis Cemetery number two and number three. But remember, number one wasn't the first established. <laughs> number one is was it maybe the one that's like most used, most common? It's, it's the one um, most historic, and I think it is one of the larger ones, if that makes sense. So most used, yes. It was established in 1854. It had the first modern mausoleum, St. Mark Memorial, which was built in 1966. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. I guess 1966 doesn't seem as long as yes. I was thinking. I don't know why. You said 1966, but my brain heard 1666. No, and I was like, that's old, old. Well, still, even 1966 is... Yeah, but 1666 is, is a lot old. old. It wasn't there in 1666, because it was yeah, only no, open realized. in 1854. It clicked after. So, unfortunately, oh. tours of the St. Louis Cemetery um, can only be visited now by, by doing a tour. It is no longer just... You said tours of the cemetery can only be visited by doing a tour. Can <laughs> yeah. you please reword that? So the only way to visit the St. Louis, St. Louis Cemetery, number one, is through a tour. It is no... What if... Sorry. Go ahead. What if, like, your family member's buried in there? Do you still need a tour? Or do you have to, like, get special permission? Do you know what I mean? Like, every that's single actually, time? That's a good question, because it didn't... Because, like, if I had, like, a family member buried in there, I'm not going to pay for a tour to see my family <laughs> member if I'm trying to grieve. Like, I, that's not how it works. That's actually a really good question. I will have to investigate it, and you'll have to add it to yeah, the bottom. Because I, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Because it is still being used. So, yeah. But it's, it's no longer open to the public um, due to the high amount of vandalism that has occurred. So, wait, sorry, go ahead. So everything is... It, you must purchase the guided tour. Um, so I knew this because on the episode with Shane and Ryan, um, they would they stood outside of the cemetery, and the cemetery has very high walls so that you don't climb over it. Like, and I just know this from the video. They're like pretty, and Shane's Ooh, like Shane and Ryan from BuzzFeed and Talk. Shane's like I'd go with like six four at least. He's so he's tall. pretty tall, but he barely could see over it. That's how high these walls are. And so Ryan was jumping up and down to try yeah, and like yell sure. into it. And he then he mentioned to Shane, he's like, can you just see right over that? And I think he said like, yeah, pretty much. I can just see right <laughs> over the fence. But like they they definitely, they must get enough vandals even then to have, to have the fence. And it's like one of those like cement fences. It's not cement like- Cement wall. Cement wall, but it's fences. bordering. Offense, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why, but it's like, it's not a, your stereotypical, like, just iron fence. It's like right. literal cement walls covering, blocking um, people who should not be there. 
Sorry, continue. No, that's okay. It is a 45 minute walking tour and it's only offered by the Cemetery Tours of New Orleans. And they all begin and end on Basin Street Station, which is the New Orleans, New Orleans Wow Visiting Center. So now, after intermission, we are going to talk about the hauntings. There were a lot to choose from. So in order to keep this at a respectable time frame and not make it three hours, I only picked a few. Respectable. <laughs> um, but it is considered one of the most haunted cemeteries in all of the U.S. Um, and it is the most haunted location in New Orleans. So, like I said, I only pinpointed a few, but um, I think I did two. And two of the most famous is... Mar I Marie Laveau. Yes, but I almost said Merlot, <laughs> which is a wine, has nothing to do with the haunted cemetery. Yeah. Marie Laveau. Marie Laveau. <laughs> so she is one of the most famous. Do you know why I know the name? Because of Shane and Ryan. Yeah, but so the story I was telling earlier where Shane and Ryan was jumping, he was jumping and he was yelling, Marie! Marie! Like every time he was jumping to try and get the ghost to talk. Do you know what she was known as? The Voodoo Queen. You are correct. You win a Hershey Kiss! Because I didn't have that sitting in front of me already. Yes. She was born, like, and really when you think of, listen to the ages. So she was born in 1801. She died in 1881 at the age of 80. Like, Back then, to live 80 years without, like, all of the sanitary... Well, also... Facilities, I'm the thinking, medication... I'm thinking, like, too, being called the Voodoo Queen. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised she wasn't like, She's a witch! Let's burn her! Like, true. You know what I mean? Like, that's this very... isn't Salem, Massachusetts. No, but that <laughs> happened in other towns as well. Salem was just one of the most known. But, like, still, like, for her to live for 80 years... And be known as the Voodoo Queen. Like, it's kind of crazy. But I guess, I don't know, maybe Voodoo was more wildly accepted. It's right here. Oh, sorry. Voodoo was more wildly accepted in New Orleans than, like... I think it was in New Orleans, because that was the Yeah, but the still, vibe. but, like, you know, like, for her but to I mean, live till just 80. think of, like, in the 1800s, living to 80 years old with... I'm assuming she probably didn't have children or she probably would have died sooner. I don't know. It, it's interesting you say that because... Because, like, you know, like, especially too then, it's like yeah, a lot of women didn't survive long because they... Because of childbirth. Well, they, that was their job. She was... <laughs> yeah, you didn't that's make true. Comment. No. Denise and I bring it up all the time when we talk about old cases. We're like, well, the women's job is to just birth children. That wasn't my job. I failed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, you have just me. Um... So she was actually, which I found this interesting, a popular hairdresser. Exactly. Interesting. But she was I most. Did not know that. Yeah, I, I was like hairdresser. But anyway, she was most well known for her voodoo practices, which, like I said, is really common in New Orleans. She used her voodoo to help others, and was loved by many in her community. That's probably why she wasn't like ostracized and burned on a stick. Right, and I think that's probably why she lived to be 80, because, like, I'm sure everybody just yeah really liked her, and they probably did everything to help her. So, the haunting came. It was said after her passing, she was seen about the town. The legend says it took place... Oh, 
didn't take place. The legend says if you place yeah, an X on her tomb. Like a spray paint or like just like a piece of paper? Well, it was either carve an X in, write an X, okay. like however you wanted to place so the that's X. that's why they had to shut it down because so many people were trying to put an X on her yes, tomb. Yes, I'm sure. But not only did you have to place the X on the tomb, you had to turn around three times. Okay. Then you had a knock on the tomb. I know you don't know this. You don't know this, but I'm thinking of um, the one episode of SpongeBob where it's he's teaching him how to blow uh, Squidward how to blow bubbles. He's like, stop, turn around, do a double take three times, one, two, three, and public thrust. Yeah. That okay, Patrick, it's all in the technique. First, go like this, spin around, stop, double take three times, one, two, three, then pelvic thrust. your right foot don't forget it now it's time to bring it around down bring it around down then you do this then this and this then that and this and that and this and that and then that's what i'm thinking of but that's not what you're talking about but that's no. all i can so i'm gonna about. do my ex i'm gonna yeah. turn around three times knock on the tomb and yell out but you yell out your wish and you don't if, do that to blow bubbles. My wish is to blow bubbles. <laughs> and you yell at your wish, and then she will grant it. If your wish is granted, you are to come back, circle the X, <laughs> and place an offering here. at the foot of her tomb to give thanks. Okay. Oh, I thought it was like thinking of the candles. So guests at the cemetery who have voiced their disbelief of her practices and religion have been reported to be pushed, scratched, and thrown to the ground near the voodoo queen's tomb. Toppled right over. Yeah. Um, I'd probably just trip and fall and someone would be like, she's been pushed. I'd be like, we would yeah. trip and fall. <laughs> she's been pushed. That no, she hasn't. <laughs> that would be us. We would do that and then one of us would, you know, trip over like a blade of grass. <laughs> um, others have cited her walking around the cemetery before vanishing into thin air. That like is creepy. But I would not do the X. I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I, well, no. I'm sure you'd because get. I'd be so afraid. Well, now, if you you have to be on a tour, and I'm sure there's something on the tours where you can't do right, that. I'm sure. <laughs> so the next one, who is. Um, in a very interesting two visitors is Henry Vines. Wait. Go ahead. Start over? No, because I had got you to say it before. So he was a sailor, um, but he lived as a nomad. And this one I shortened because the, the article was really lengthy on him. So the, basically, the gist of the story was he, because he was a nomad, he ended up in a boarding home. And then he was going out on a voyage, and so he asked the owner of the boarding house to keep his paper safe for his family plots in the cemetery. Okay. But, of course, you know, the owner sold the plots, and so soon after Henry's return, he became sick and died. Well... The owner or Henry? Henry. Okay. So, of course, now Henry does not have any plots to be buried in. So, he was buried in an unmarked grave at the cemetery. Well, apparently, this was not 
to Henry's liking. So the visit... Well, I don't think anyone wants to be buried in an Correct. unmarked grave. Correct. So the visitor is a cemetery tell of a man with blue eyes that asks, where's the vines, where the vines tomb is. Oops, wrong paper. Um, many people report speaking to the ghost himself. They said he, he actually has been caught on camera on numerous occasions. Creepy. Creepy. And he also has been recorded saying, I need to rest. Yeah, because he's in, on, in an unmarked grave <laughs> and he is not happy no. with his surroundings. And I don't blame him. That was really mean of the people. Yeah. Um, so that was only two that I looked up, but there was probably at least ten that I could have wrote about. Mm -hmm. um, they were all re actually really interesting, but I really liked Henry's story because I think I would die if I heard him speaking that I need to rest. I'd be out of that cemetery quicker than you could, like, <laughs> blink. <laughs> probably tripping over Marie Laveau's grave. <laughs> yeah. 